All right. Uh, yeah, so this is weird, Jerry. Uh, it's been about, what, uh, pretty much a, a year, 13 months? And I've seen you every day since. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, first things first, uh, if the recording sounds weird, we've actually downgraded. Well, I don't want to say downgraded, but we, we, we've fixed some of the uh, audio issues, or we're trying to... Uh, uh, what's the word? We... We, we we fixed the equipment, so... There was an uptick in recording quality, yeah. and then we had to bring back the cases of having lower shitty quality, yeah. so we hope you enjoy. So, we, we're, we're recording on a portable recorder, because the original plan was to take the podcast on the road about a year ago, and then that didn't happen because of uh, life and things, but we're back, and uh, we're going to try to bring you some wholesome uh, interviews and some topics... This is how it's probably going to go uh, for the foreseeable future. Me and Jerry are going to be interviewing or talking, just bullshitting, and then we'll go into a topic if something happens. And then uh, maybe once or twice a month we'll have a guest or an interview on the topic. But the problem was last time we, we tried to take things a little too seriously and grow a little too fast. And then we fizzled out at the like November interview with Larry Sharp in like 2018. Yeah, we, we just pulled out. Yeah, we, yeah, we legit like... We grew so big, and then we couldn't figure out how to maintain, um, I guess, like, the bubble. So the right. bubble burst, and we, we, we went away for a year. Uh, within that year, Jerry's been through 60 jobs already. 70. And, Get and it other, right, Christian. Yeah, and other things. But, yeah. So, I mean, I'm still I'm still struggling. You know, a lot of, a lot of stuff's happened within the year. And uh, personal stuff, but uh, let's not get into that. Uh so I'm 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 still looking for a job, and it's been frustrating. So today I wanted to talk to Jerry since Jerry's the uh, the king of job interviews. I get a job once a day. Yeah, he literally gets a job like once once a week. Jerry's on a freaking job once interview. Once an hour. Yeah, once an hour. He gets one once an hour. So we so I figured we should talk about uh, our shittiest experience in job interviews, uh, most ridiculous job interviews. And uh, and the big question that I I've been struggling with for the past I want to say year is is the interview process as as it is now broken and should it and should it improve for modern day potential employees as in like millennials and and different people and different uh, generational groups because I feel like some of the aspects of the job interviews hasn't changed since the dawn of like the internet it's been the same thing for the past 20 years 30 years and it really hasn't grown and some of my fresh and some of the reason why i thought about because some of my frustrations through job interviews of itself but that's the question for the end question now jerry for you is you've been on thousands of interviews over the past since i've known you since 2010 for the past 10 years what are some of the more ridiculous interviews where you left the interview and you said to yourself, oh my God, like that was the worst interview I've ever been on. Not necessarily how you performed, but basically like how they, you were treated in the interview. But full disclaimer first, we're not naming any names. We're not, we're not dropping any type of, uh, we're not naming companies or people just to save face for you and me, just so we're not getting in trouble. If any other potential future employers listen to this, we don't want to get ourselves in trouble and not get any jobs and then, you know, shit happens. 
So, anyway, with my question, Jerry, what are some of the interviews you left saying to yourself, what the fuck? Well, when I interviewed with Caputo Collective in 2018... <laughs> no, 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 Caputo Collective, no. <laughs> there was just this arrogant asshole, and it wasn't Christian, it was this other guy named Gerard Uselli, and then interview over, I have an interview since. He's been lying to you this entire time. This... So you're not your... <laughs> yeah, I'm the real Jerry. Oh, God. So, no, but... but that, that damn Caputo Collective, always, always ruining things. But no, but seriously, like, I, I know there have been job interviews that you've been on that you've told me that have been like, wow, like, I can't believe they talked to me like that or treated me like that. Well, I had one uh, employer that I was interviewing for. It was a big job that I was going for, second-in-command position in the nonprofit world. And not to name the organization, but they pretty much told me within the third and final round interview, we feel more comfortable hiring a woman than a man, right to my face, as See, they no. said it to me. And I'm and I'm looking at it like, okay, of course there's the essence of inclusion. It's an important trait to ensure that everyone gets a fair shot. I'm one to understand it. I'm one to offer opportunities as they come my way myself. But to just say it so bluntly to somebody else who may have qualifications for the job and not even to toot my own horn for anything but still at the same time like what you, you can't be so overt about that you, that could that could change people's perspectives as far as their self-esteem their confidence and how they feel going into things it really does i mean stuff like that so like i've been on i've um i've written emails back where i'm like hey you know uh I know, like, we didn't, we weren't a good fit. And the generic email that everybody gets is, hey, uh, you know, you're not a good fit or you you don't line up with what we're looking for in terms of experience or you don't fit the culture. The second one uh, basically falls under you where I, I've sent out emails where I'm like, hey, you know, how can I have improved? What areas can I improve on in order to be a better asset in the future? And it's either no answer or they or they won't answer you due to, I guess, liability or they don't want to get sued. But for you, they told you that, you, that because you're not a woman, they want to hire a woman. That, in any other circumstances, if you were any other person, you would be like, well, this is... This is discriminatory. Right. This is, I wouldn't say sexist because that's not. That's no, not, that's I, not, I wouldn't even go that yeah. far considering. But but because it is a reputable organization. Yeah. The thing is, is you you'd sit there and you would be like, if you were any other person, you'd be like, oh well, I'm going to sue because they're they're you know they're they're d discriminating against me. So I mean, that's definitely a shocker. And I don't I, I don't think you told me that one. That that one's that one's that was about four years ago. Yeah. So for me, since we'll bounce, we'll we'll bounce back and forth. Yeah. So for me, the one of the most uh, insane interviews I was on. This was, this was an insane one. This happened earlier this year. So I got a phone call from a place, and um, it it was a big place. It was a reputable place, and I talked to them on the phone. And the guy was really nice to me. He was really uh, building me up as somebody that we would that that they would definitely would want to higher and saying hey you know I, I support you you know this is great you sound really good you sound you sound like you have you've had a lot of experience so he's like hey let's let's meet up let's come in for an interview you can meet the team and then we'll we'll interview you'll be interviewed by two people okay so i set up the interview i i wear my my best suit 
because you got to look good for the interview. I get a nice haircut. I go in. It's about 10 in the morning. I go in and I recognize the place. I I shop. I used to shop at this place when I used to go away on vacation. Yeah, you looked great. Yeah, I know, right? So <laughs> just, just doing different things on vacation. Um, so I walk in. I have the interview. And I interview, I interview with this woman. This woman's asking me all different types of questions. And I'm answering them like, 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 like Spitfire. Like, hey, this, 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 this. I could do this. I've done this. I've worked at this company. I've helped this company out. So this other guy walks in. And you could tell there's like something wrong. Like he's sweating. He's like, the beads are coming down his face. So he like sits down and he's breathing heavy. And he looks at me. He grabs the woman's, in, he grabs the, the resume and he looks at me. And he's he's reading the resume, and he interrupts her to ask me a question. Now I do marketing, so I do a lot of Google AdWords. And on the resume, thanks to Jerry, Jerry told me, hey, you know, if you put statistics and different numerical uh, things on your resume, uh, it'll stand out because it will show some accomplishments that you were on, which was right. which was good advice from you. So for me, what I put down was, hey, you know, I got this amount from this campaign, and it was a company, and it was a company record. So the guy dryly looks at me and, and asks me and goes, why do you think that this is an accomplishment? Yes, and I remember this situation pretty well. And I was taking a backbite. I said, well, it's an accomplishment because it's a because it's 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 a company record. Right. I said, the company that I worked for was rather new. They just opened up a, a new department, which was the marketing department. They were going through growing pains. And when I came in there, I helped grow them. And, and, and this was a big accomplishment and, and something that I was very proud of. And he goes under no circumstances is this is this a good, a good um, a good record? He's like, he's like you you can't you know you, you you can't do this blah blah blah. He's basically dressing me down, telling me yes. how much how much I suck in an interview. So that's it. The interview's over with. I'm pretty much shell shocked. I can't I can't continue the interview because the guy now just you know the guy basically told me so I so they get up they walk in the other room. Now this room this place has a thin wall, so I can hear him dressing down the guy that I talked to on the phone about why did wow. you bring this guy in? He sucks and blah, 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 blah. So I walk out and I look at him and I basically gave him the look like, hey, look, I heard everything that you said. And the guy that I talked to you on the phone was like drastically apologizing to me, saying, hey, look, I'm sorry. Very unprofessional blah, 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 blah. I'm very sorry that this happened, blah, blah, blah. So we left, we left on good terms. I still keep in touch with the guy that was very nice to me. But right. it just, it just, I left there, like, thinking to myself, like, my God, like, how do you, how do you, how do you just assess something like that, knowing that the candidate is still there, and having the chance that that candidate can easily just go back and be, and downgrade that employer, yeah. just to show karma it's justice. Yeah. Like, you, it could have easily went into that rotation, yeah. but you being the bigger person, you didn't resort to that. Yeah, because I knew, I knew, I knew the battle was lost, and I said that I wasn't going to um, push anymore. Because first of all, if somebody's treating you like that in the job interview, imagine if you got the job, right? How that's would just, they be treating you? That narrates reflection, right there. Yeah, so I wasn't going to like, I wasn't even going to like give them an audience or anything. <laughs> yeah, this is an interesting one for me. Yeah. And there's some context to this one that you don't even know about. Okay. About three years ago, still within the unemployment 
trajectory mm. of approaching six months. Which, by the way, is very rare for Jerry. Right. <laughs> that 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 is like, six months for Jerry might as well be like, six years because it's like that's like legit like i've never jerry being unemployed is very every day is a month yeah it's very is very uncharacteristic of jerry yeah as i was going to this interview the stars aligned for all the wrong reasons yeah i was walking and this is in midtown nevertheless i walk into this building or about to there was a guy with a knife outside and he actually almost stabbed me, and a police officer oh my God. ended up tackling him. What? And then when I was walking in, I tried to be as polished and as like poker face as possible, knowing on the inside, I'm like, I, I might as well just cancel the interview <laughs> because of what happened. And I go up there. I'm doing well within the first 45 minutes. But clearly you're shaking. But clearly shaking. Yeah, clearly shaking. Yeah. And then... It was just it was just a discussion because it was a more politically inclined organization I was interviewing for, and not even really asserting which side I was on. I just brought up a topic of some sort, and the person goes, "Well, I don't even know why it's even being debated nowadays. I don't agree with it." I'm like, "Then if you're going to reflect company culture for everyone that has to agree with you, how much more are you going to evolve as an organization?" Yeah, I, that's. So the topic you were talking about was related to the company. Right. So you were asking them, like, the general question about, like, oh, what's your goal for, like, the year? And then it, yeah. it added to one point, which I brought up, and he's like, oh, I don't even know why, like, it's being brought up nowadays. It's stupid to even, like, bring it up. Mm. That's very weird. I See, I – do you – okay, so I – this question, I, I don't know if this is, like, a a, a very blurred line, but it's like, what, what do you feel comfortable – in an interview, do you, do you feel like you're more comfortable with like a male interviewer or like a female I- interviewer? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me particularly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it varies. Yeah. Age to me Age. sometimes matters. Age. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're an interview if you're the interviewer, for me, if the person is very um, flexible. As in, like they they talk to you before, or they like, or they or you can joke around with something, and they're very loose. I find I I've, with anybody, I find like they interview better. Of course, for me, I feel like if if I'm a little loose and I'm able to like flex my my personality wings, or my personality muscles in an interview. Sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah, sponsored by Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag name. Hashtag companies. Red Bull. So yeah. So um. For me, the, 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 this is this is one that happened two years ago, and um, ridiculous. And I even told I told I told you this. I told like our, our our friend David this. I walked. It was the hottest day of the year. I mean, like hot. And I'm wearing the suit, and already you wear a suit in the heat, and it still looks good on you. You still looks good on you. You're wearing it right now. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> You're miserable. You're hot. You're miserable. I walk into this building. The air conditioner hits me. As soon as the air conditioner hits me, I'm just like... <sighs> so, I think it was on, like, the third or fourth floor. So, I take the elevator. I'm not really a fan of elevators. But, you know, I don't feel like walking up the steps because I'm in the freaking heat. Right, of course. So, so I, I go in, and there's a door. It's a singular door. I knock on the door, and I peek in. And then I close the door, and I'm like, huh, I don't know if this is the place... I walk, take the elevator back down, walk outside, check the number, walk back and walk up to the third floor. Now, I walk in, 
and um, it's just one long table, kind of like the table that we're at now. But it from I guess from that wall, you you people can't see it, but I mean, uh, just for context for Jerry, it's by the wall about here, and people are sitting there on their laptops. And there's a small where where your where the wall is over there, small round table of chairs. Everybody's sitting there, and I'm thinking this is the interview. So I sit down, and the guy's looking at me, shaking his head like, "Yes, this is real. You're in the real place." Because I guess he knew it was ridiculous. Right. This woman now opens the. I don't want to say kicks the door open, but you know, just like the little, those like, "Hey," <laughs> walks in with her <laughs> with her Starbucks macchiato venti whatever. I don't drink Starbucks. I don't know the lingo. Uh, and her frozen latte, and she proceeds to yeah, and she proceeds yeah, iced tea. She proceeds to interview the people, right? But in front of the other people, but in front of the other uh, potential uh, interviewers, without being group. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to listen in, and I'm going to think to myself, okay, I'm listening to the interview. She's going to ask me practically ask me the same question, so maybe I'll get ahead and I'll be able to figure out how these other people's are in, people are answering, and then I'll be able to adjust accordingly. So I get to the interview. At the end of the interview, she asks me. How many Instagram followers do you have? Now, this is the time that we were deep in the podcast. Right. So, I was going by the podcast numbers. So, I think we had about two, 300 followers on the Caputo Collective uh, Instagram. And she's like, oh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think that, con- I don't think 200 followers constitutes uh, as a job here. You need a lot more followers on Instagram in order to warrant a job here. So I got up and left, and I'm thinking about, so what the hell does Instagram followers have to do with the, with the job? Right. Well, what was the position you were going for? It was a social media, like, manager or, like, social media um, strategist. Well, I yeah. see both sides a little bit, but at the same time, it's like they have more yeah. resources than you. Yeah. Like, you're building things yeah. up from the grassroots. Parenth- parenthetically, I told David this, and David was like, my God. Wow, and then he said, "Well, now your your assets are Instagram followers and followers. If you're if you're a marketing guy, that's basically what your resume is. How many followers do you have? Because then you can switch over to that and get people to follow your company, which is kind of I don't want to say underhanded, but like you you're you're hiring people just to get more followers. It's more it's yeah. more name of the game. Yeah. Now now I want to bounce back to you real quick, but I know we said three, but I do have one that is ridiculously funny." And also, and I have yeah. one yeah. for the job that I do have because yeah. there is a funny story yeah. but, attached to it. But parenthetically, that's my new word. Parenthetically, uh, so so uh, this is going to be so I just it's basically it's going to be four now, four jobs instead of set of three because I just remembered one. So in 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 Brooklyn, there's those industrial buildings, right? Yeah. Okay. So. This job I was going for was in those buildings. So I emailed them. I said, hey, do you have any parking? They're like, yeah, we have a parking parking lot. So I drive I drive in because I don't want to take the bus. I drive in. I park. And uh, I walk in. And you know how you have like the elevator for like the restaurant or something or like the store that you're in? Right. Well, this you have to go to like the industrial freighter elevator. Oh, wow. And I went to the industrial freighter elevator. I mean, I think we're on like the second, third floor. So I go in, and it's all hallways. Huh. I, okay. You, you know the story. I've yeah. It's oh, all hallways. okay. It's all, yes, yes. It's all hallways. I know what you're talking about now. Now, I'm walking around. I can't find the place. I'm walking around, and it's empty. 
I mean, it, it basically looks like the the room the room that was all white in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Right. So I'm walking in and I'm and I'm creeped out at this point. And I'd laugh to myself and I said, "Hey, look, nobody's going to believe me." So I took my phone out to start recording me walking. Finally, I get back to the elevator. I turn my head. It's a, there's a on paper, written on paper. It says auditions this way. <laughs> I went, I went, nope. Got in the elevator, got in my car, drove back home, relayed the story to my mom, and then I called you. Well, that sounds like a movie you just auditioned for. Yeah. And, and me, I'm sitting there, I'm like, absolutely not. And I've seen and, and I've seen enough horror movies to know that does not end well. Right. Or if you just have to watch The Office. Yeah. Well, there's that. So now, what? Uh, what? What's the funny story with, with your current? Okay, so this is how confidence can get you a long way in certain yeah. things because the aftermath of this, mm. if I was if I was aware what happens, I would be like completely embarrassed, shell shocked, yeah, shell shocked, embarrassed, embarrassed. Mm. Probably wouldn't even go to the interview. Okay, so I was trying to clean out my car mm -hmm. the day before. And then afterwards, I had a candy bar, which I didn't remember. There was some remnants of the chocolate on the seat. So, oh my god! Thankfully, fantastic, Jerry. <laughs> I was wearing a darker color. Oh no! That didn't really showcase it. <laughs> and then I walk. I walked in very confident. Really wanted to get this job. Bring me my brown pants. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> And then I was I was like crushing the interview. I, I was talking to two different people. I was answering the questions proficiently. I had no hesitation. I didn't have to really loop around as far as like how I could transpire something to be part of the job qualifications. I like the stars aligned for it in the right ways. Yeah. Then when I left, I felt great. I was walking to the ferry. Got in my car with the chocolate on the, on the seat again. <laughs> on his butt. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I take my pants off, I'm just like, how the hell did I get away with this? And I was like, oh, God. I, I was praying that whole night. I'm like, please don't let them notice, like, what the pants were. And when I sent the thank you letter, this is where God answered me. They got back to me within an hour. I'm like, oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> And then they gave me a work assignment, like it was just a yeah. traditional interview. But do they, do they know that that happened? They have no, no idea. That would be a funny story, like to tell them in like the exit, like when, when, like if there was ever like an exit that you had to do or something, like it, it, like the exit interview would be like, hey, look, by the way, like I pooped my pants that day, <laughs> <laughs> and not even explain details. Yeah, just be like, yeah, you know, I pooped my pants. So I'm the shit. So the last uh, interview happened recently. And this interview that I was on actually spawned the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic today. This is the job. This is, this was, for anybody that knows me, this is the job. The job I wanted. It had nothing to do with marketing. That's all I'm going to say so I don't have, so I don't tell who, who the company is. But this is, this is it. This is the job. Amber Crabbe and Fitch Sales yes. Clerk. Yeah, every company trip Sales Clerk. So... I, 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 this is a referral. So, so not only is this a referral, it's not only is this an interview, a sheer dumb luck interview, this is a referral. So I have the phone interview 
Now, I'm not taking the interview seriously at first because I'm like, look, you know, I've been on 10,000 phone interviews. Where, where the hell is this going to go? The right. Phone back. The end of the interview, hey, come in. So this, this happened in March of 2020. So everybody, before I continue the story, everybody knows where this is going to go. This is, this is, we live in, this is, we're in New York. Right. This is March of 2020. So I go into the in-person interview. I am killing this interview. Like, 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 like you would know I'm the murderer because I am just killing this interview. I am on the top of my game. They give me the tour of the whole building. That's always a great sign. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, they're giving me the tour. This is great. I'm, I'm, I am the man. I am the man. This is the most confident that I've been in a long time. I am the man. We, we, I, I leave the interview. I am just taller than a freaking Andre the Giant. Like Andre the Giant, seven foot three. I'm taller than him. I'm walking around. I'm, I'm a BMF. I'm a bad mother. You know, I'm just, hey. um, so, so I send him, send him the thank you letter. About an hour later, they get back to me, and they're like, hey, we want to sit you up for a third interview. And I'm like, this is bad mother effing. I'm effing going to do this shit. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, you are the effing man. You are going to do this. You are going to break the mold. You're going to prove everybody wrong. Two days go by. I get an email back. They go, hey, you know, COVID's looking pretty bad. So let's so let's just do a phone interview. Right. I'm like... I don't I freaking care. I'm a bad mother effer. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. I, I am, I am, I am the man. I am the man. Right? This is on a Tuesday now. Yeah. I'm sitting, I'm sitting in my back room waiting for the phone call. The phone call doesn't come. So I email them. I'm like, uh, what's going on? Do you still think I'm a bad Do you still think I'm a bad mother? So... They go, hey, you know, it's getting really crazy here. Let's reschedule it for the next week. So I'm like, okay, look, we'll reschedule it for the next week, whatever. Then the announcement, we're shutting the city down. Right. And I'm like, no, my God, no. <laughs> so I email them, and they're like, hey, look, when the whole thing's done with, we'll, 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 we'll circle back. So I'm keeping in touch with them April, May, June. I'm, Practically bi-weekly. I'm bi-weekly, and they like, hey, I'm safe. I hope you're safe. I hope your staff is doing good. Hey, look, uh, everything's fine. I'm fine. All my family members fine. I don't. I, I'm one of the lucky people that didn't get it. Blah, 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 blah. So my friend who referred me is like, hey, you know, they're gonna get, get in contact with you on this day. Like, I'm a bad mother. I'm a bad mother. <laughs> I'm a bad mother. So, so, so the interview comes now. There's a story within the interview now that happens. Oh boy! So now, so now I'm sitting in my screen house. I'm ready for the interview. Now my cable box isn't working. So now we got the cable guy in working on the cable. And I'm like, okay, I'll sit outside. It's nice out. I got some fresh air. The birds are chirping. We're great. I'm nice. I'm comfortable. Jerry's not here. The in- Jerry's not here. It doesn't have to bother me. It doesn't have to make stupid faces at me. <laughs> so, so we. Uh, we, uh, it's one o'clock. The interviews are one thirty. I'm psyching myself up. I'm listening to music. I'm listening to like every freaking heavy metal music to get me like jacked. Jefferson. So Starship. all of a sudden, yeah, Jefferson. So all of a sudden I hear a noise 
and it's my dad's friend mowing my lawn. I'm like, oh my god! Now he takes forever. He's going to take an hour. Right. So I'm running around the house. Oh my god! Ah. So I hop. My mom goes, go into the car and drive somewhere. Drive in the corner somewhere and tend So I go in the car. I drive to the corner in that back back area near near Jimmy's house. Right. So I'm sitting there. I'm under a tree. I'm good. Okay. I take the interview. Bad mama. Bad mother. So so I'm done with the interview. Another week goes by. Nothing. I keep. I keep interviewing. I keep. I keep in touch with them. I'm like, hey, look, this is what I can do for you. I, I'm, 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 I'm texting you, Jerry. Give me some good, give, give me right. some good buzzwords, Jerry. I want this thing. I'm, I'm, I'm emailing them once a week. And finally, the the last week of August, I emailed them. They're like, hey, you're gonna hear something Friday. But the email said Friday if you move on in the interview process. Yeah. Then I went, oh. I'm I'm not a bad motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy, this does not sound good. Right. So Friday hits. I'm driving, and I get an automated <sighs> email response from the website saying, "Hey, we moved on to other candidates. You didn't fit." I lose my collect because it's six months. Especially it's from it's March automated. until August. It's if they six roll months. You, even if it came from the email itself yeah. of the human resources director. That's one thing. It's like, yeah. all right, fine. I guess I'm not a bad motherfucker. Yeah. So but... now, so now, me being a bad motherfucker, <laughs> thinking I have to salvage this somehow, I write them a very nice email thanking them for their hospitality. Look, you guys were nothing but great for me. I want to, I want to thank you for for being patient with me during during COVID, and just just you guys are great. I hope we cross paths again. Right. But I want to emphasis with but. I did tell them how I, my, my, my displeasement or my frustrations with the process saying, Hey, you know, I feel like three interviews really doesn't show you exactly if I can do the job or not. You should come in. I should, I should come in and do a test. Give me, give me something like you said about your job, how they gave you like an assessment, an assessment. I feel like, Hey, you should assess me for my skills, not for my resume and how I talk. Right, because sometimes you know, you know me. I mumble my words. I, I can't really get the words out sometimes that, that I want to say. And I feel like, look, look, I got she was on vacation. I got that bounce back email. Hey, I'm on vacation. I never heard back from them. But you know, just from selfish reasons, I was like, hey, look, I had to send this email because it make myself feel better. There, there's a sense yeah. of justifiability yeah. behind and it. And then on the other side, I was like, hey, you know, I, I'm trying to push for this job and I really want it. So whatever. So. I'm going to just try again next year, probably. I'm, I'm going to regroup. I'm going to do this. So now, did, did we get on a fourth one with you? or A fourth one? Yeah, a fourth Get back to me on okay. that, because I, I so, gave three so far. So, well, I guess we'll, 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 end, we'll end it with, we'll, with a funny one, if you can there think of go. a funny one. So, that interview made me think, well, how, does the, how should the interview process change? In 2020, Jerry, do you feel that the interview process is a... Now, I don't want to say flawed, but needs to evolve. Because I see a lot of people on LinkedIn talking about how the interview process is... From a recruiter is, standpoint. From a, a lot of from a recruiter standpoint is, is justifiably not up to date with 2020. I'm just going to say yeah. this flat and simple. Yeah. Every round needs to be skills-oriented. Yeah. Just my opinion. Yeah. 
let's say you give someone two rounds, you give that you you do maybe a fifteen to twenty minute conversation. Mm. That's me. Then you per, then you do a percentage of that. Then that's fifteen to twenty percent of the interview. Yeah. Rest of it, assessment. Yeah. And then it's it, just in case if that person fluked on the actual assessment, give them another one to do two rounds only, and then that's the final confirmation. There, you average it out. You see who's the best candidate for the job. Yeah, because because I especially to your point, I feel like you know a, the. If you're talking, so the first round interview should be just your resume and talking about, you know, hey, you know, this is what I did. And just for the company to see at least, hey, look, you know, maybe this guy is what we want. Because, you know, you want to, you want, you want to vet people. You don't right. want to just, but everything after the second interview should be like, as you said, skills base, assessment base. Can you do this? Because I feel like, look, you're doing an interview and then you're doing another interview with another separate person that's maybe conflicted with the person that you talk to first. Yes. So, I I feel like it should be one person should be in charge of the interview, and then fillet it out to like skills assessment because we live in twenty twenty, you know millennials and the different and the older generation they live in a I would say tech based world because everything's tech technological now, but a lot of us people like us. Who are like content creators now. They work on right. YouTube and stuff. Are very hands-on. They're very hands-on and they're not very... It's hard to be Instagram models like us. Yeah, well, it's hard to be, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like it's... it's uh, You're very hands-on and very creative. And I feel like the interview process can be a little stifling sometimes. Because not a lot of jobs can show you your creativity. Right. One of the questions I get asked on Indeed a lot is what makes you stand out? Yeah. And think and I usually say, "Hey, look, I combine my skills as a filmmaker with my skills uh, with my marketing skills to bring a unique perspective to whatever task I'm given." Because maybe, you know, maybe a campaign you want to do doesn't nece- won't necessarily work with a text base, but a video would be better. Right. Of course, I'm a filmmaker, so I would you know, video is my expertise. A lot of people don't like that. I don't know why, but I feel like that is definitely something that needs to improve. I try to copyright mine mm. into a series of ten words or less yeah. that just has the buzz on that statement. The best one that I did on 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 Indeed, and I was like, "Wow, this is great!" So you know, you know those poems that you do for like your name, right? So like G is for for you, G is for grateful, uh, yeah, E is for whatever. Someone asked me to do that, and I was like, "Wow, what a." What an interesting way to like, for like a personality test. Like yeah. how you feel about yourself. Like C is for charismatic. I put down right like, or creative. Or I thought that was really that was really interesting. One of the things that I I definitely think that needs to change. I think you would agree with me is when you fail in an interview, and they move on to other candidates. Yeah, I feel like a lot of jobs are very scared of being sued. That's true. And the thing is, for me, it's like, hey, look, I wasn't a good pick for you, but can you tell me? What skills and what areas I can improve in, so I could be a better asset for a future um, interview. I agree with that completely. And they don't want to answer it. I've had a, I've been privileged enough yeah. to have five people yeah. tell me specific things. Yeah, two of them completely sh- completely shut me down. Yeah, after like interviewing me, they're like, "Oh, yeah." 
you're just not there yet. You need a lot to work on. Yeah, but what? But what do you need to work on? That's the thing. It was just like skill sets related yeah. to the job at the time. Well, I'm I, I'm all for interviews. Now, people are going to be like, that's ridiculous. But I'm all for, if you're on an interview, let's say you're on the second round. Like, you sign, like, you sign a contract saying, like, hey, you know, we're going to tell you exactly what skills you need to improve. You just can't sue us. Right. Which is fine. I yeah. mean, I, I'd be great. Unless you're telling them, like, oh, we are, you're, you know, we're discriminating you because of your skin color, which is utterly ridiculous. It's 2020. I don't understand why you would do that, or 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 your or your sexual orientation. Ridiculous, right? For doing something like that, it's more based on skills. You don't have enough experience in this. Improve on this. So now I could go back and go, okay, I need to improve on this to become a better asset for a future employer that wants to hire me. And I just feel like that that doesn't that doesn't go over in the interview. Well, speaking of funny interview advice, on my last one, yes, I was interviewing for a more children's-based organization yeah. that was like influenced by poverty and just like their mission being aligned towards getting people out of poverty throughout the country. Mm-hmm. So they wanted they they wanted this in the interview round. So it wasn't like an idea I just came up with myself. They wanted to see some sort of like artistic poetry or any sort of like musicality involved in your interview. And as soon as Jerry heard music, <laughs> I started. It was the first round interview. I came up with something that was really resonating with the mission. You started rapping. <laughs> I rapped, I rapped for thirty seconds, and by the way, they reacted to me. They just looked at me. They're like. We're moving you on to the final round. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you not move on like that? And then the final round was interesting because I, you ever have those times where you gave it your all, but mm. it just wasn't good enough? Yeah. I was like fighting tooth and nail. Yeah. Like I, I was going full fledged, showing that I've researched the company and on like different scenario based presentation skills, and like I was, I was showing them like, hey, I invested my time to look into you guys. But at the same time, based on the other candidates who they put through, I was beat out by two people in the mm. final round. Here's two last questions, and then we'll and then we'll close out. One, when you look up on job ads online, what is one thing that that you'd be like, oh, this is this is something I want to put in for, and then there's a line in it that totally turns you off and goes, ah, consultant base. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So like, and then there's another one that it's like, what, what just, what just, what don't you care about? So for example, for me, what I don't care about is on the bottom one, they go, oh, we have perks. We have an arcade or we have free food on Saturdays and, or not Saturdays, like free pizza, pizza Fridays and, and, uh, 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 dress down in a bear costume, Jerry, on, on right. uh, in a banana costume on, on Friday. Care about that. I don't care about the perks. Like, don't. It's those perks I don't care about. When you're working in the environment, you start to care less and less about actually celebrating those things because Mm. in those moments, unless uh, unless things are going relatively well and you're just maintaining work, then okay, you could probably utilize those events to to build a bigger brand around it. But then, like if they're just saying them and doing it like a half-assed job on it. It doesn't make sense to just glorify those particular assets to why you should work for the organization. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. So, like, I did an internship where 
hey, look, you're an intern, so what do you want for lunch? We'll pay for it. But that was the whole. That was the right. whole. That was the whole. That was the whole company did that. You they they paid for your lunch, and that's how I I was introduced to uh, to Seamless. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that didn't really care. That wasn't really an issue. You're gonna pay like free but when you go like, hey, like we guarantee you that we have like an arcade and you could play the arcade or like, hey, this pizza fry. I don't care about about that. Like. Because that's not it's enticing just part me. of the budget. It's, it's part no, of their it's, individual it's, budget. It's you're trying to lure me. I think you're trying to lure me in a false sense of uh, things like, oh, I want to work here. Look how thrifty they are. And then, and right. then, yeah, but it's not it. But what, so like consultant, like that turns you off when they say like consultant based. Consultant part time and then they don't promote it in the header of it. And it's just like you, you read on, uh, you read on the bottom. Then they kind of like. They, they don't tell you how many hours particularly that they're willing to pay you for. You know what drives me nuts? When this is on Indeed. So when, when you put in for a job and it says, and they start, and, and in the job, um, in the job, uh, when you're filling out the job application, they start asking you questions. Yeah. Not like, oh, where you live, blah, 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 blah where it's like, interview questions in the job applications that you got to fill out it, it turns me off right away i sit there and i go just just interview me if, yeah. if you're interested in me why do i have to pre-interview like just just and plus talk like to me on the phone. It, it, it's very similar to online dating you could just fabricate an answer like yeah. that but you're not going to get the full fledged yeah. story when somebody's yeah. talking to you especially yeah. when it's direct yeah there's certain buzzwords like well you right. know it, it's stupid it, it's stupid it's ridiculous um, but yeah, I mean, that's, I had something else about, a, uh, a job ad that turns me off that, it, but I can't, I, I can't remember I had it and, but whatever. If, if you can't remember, it's not that important. We'll talk about it off, uh, off air. So but based I mean, on when this is streamed yeah. for the first viewing, whether it's YouTube, yeah. Spotify, Sp- SoundCloud. So we're, so we're going to be back on Anchor. Pornhub. No, no. We're going to be back on Anchor. And it's going to be pushed out to all of the, uh, to iTunes. Uh, we're going to be on YouTube. So YouTube, uh, if you've had similar interview experiences, tell us your worst interview experience. Like the video, comment, share it. So we get the algorithm going again on the Caputo Collective um, YouTube page. Uh, pretty soon, I'll be putting out more content on other YouTube channels that I don't want to promote just yet. Uh, I think somewhere in here in the middle, I'm going to cut to a sponsor, um, somewhere in the middle. It's not, it's not Da Piera, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so, um, this is great. This is, I think this was a successful reboot. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, so again, tell us what your best and worst interviews, your most ridiculous interviews, your turn-ons, your turn-offs for interviews, things like that in the comments. I would, we would love to read them. And maybe, and we'll we'll read them on air um, next time. Uh, we won't, we won't, we won't like, copy and paste from we, Glassdoor. Well, we won't, well, we won't name the people on on. We won't name the YouTube pages if it gets like really ridiculous. Like if if you're talking about like actual people, we'll we'll do whatever. But so the next time, I don't know what the next ep- episode's going to be. If we have a guest or not, if we're going to do another topic based. Um, I don't have Facebook anymore. I don't have Instagram anymore. So just harass me. Jerry, Jerry's in charge of the uh, collective podcast page now. God bless you. So you can find Jerry on Gerard, Gerard Uselli on Facebook. 
Uh, maybe he'll accept your friend request. I don't know. Uh, like the page. It's the Collective Podcast on Facebook. There you go. And uh, that's it, guys. So um, from us here at the Collective Podcast, Jerry, myself, and Gerard Uselli. Good job. Good job, guys. We'll see you next time.